1: This is the Olive Magazine podcast, a weekly slice of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. I'm Janine, podcast host, and this is episode 222. This week I'm catching up with Rajiv KC, head chef and owner of Rajiv's Kitchen, a pop-up restaurant and supper club in London that celebrates the food of Nepal. He explained why his home country has such unique food culture. We talk about some classic Nepalese dishes Rajiv is bringing to life in his cooking. And we discuss his favourite comfort food, chicken choyella. So I'm delighted to welcome back to the podcast Rajiv KC. Um, I first met Rajiv um, at Great Guns Go- Social where he had a residency Um showcasing his particular style of Nepalese food. Then again, in 2019, um, Rajiv was nominated for and won the category of Small But Mighty, because he is, in the Olive Chef Awards. Um, Unfortunately, the Chef Awards were cancelled this year because of horrible COVID, um, but we're hoping to bring them back next year. And um, I also read the other day that you're a finalist in the British Street Food Awards. So still bringing in those awards, Reggie. Well done. And, well, and welcome Thank to you. the podcast. It's lovely to see you.
0: I love to see you too. Thank you for having yeah. me back again. Uh, yeah. Yes, we are uh, delighted to be one of the finalists in the grand final of the British Street Food Award 2020, yeah. which is amazing. Uh, so, yeah. That's something to look forward to which is on the 31st uh, of October in Reading.
1: Oh amazing. So I'll look out for that. So you won't be going, will will they be doing a virtual ceremony for that?
0: No, we have to be there.
1: Oh really? Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So
0: uh, we did the when you did the regional finals uh, which yeah. was in September we did uh, have to go to Reading as well for the competition mm. uh, which is all right but then we uh, have to get up at three in the morning. Oh, so do you have to
1: act- yeah. do you have to cook? Oh, you have to cook, so you're there, kind of, and, and people are tasting the food. I was that's really interesting it, way to do it. It, it is because normally you just go to a, yeah, you go to a big hall and you've got like a a big table and everyone just sits and drinks wine and then you know stumbles up when they read your name out. <laughs>
0: no, we can't do that now because of the COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was it was good. Uh, it was quite a hard work. Uh, but quite, yeah. it, it, we did for the experience. Uh, but then yeah. we didn't realize we'll be uh, going to the uh, grand final, which is that's great. Yeah, no. it, it it is good. It it makes me happy to see. Well, yeah, to be there, I'll be,
1: I'll be keeping my fingers and toes crossed for you um, on October the thirty first. That would um, be great. Thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what um what have you been doing since the last time we saw you?
0: Was it um twenty nineteen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh twenty nineteen. So twenty nineteen was uh we were doing lots of residencies. Yeah. Uh then obviously I got married. Yeah. I think the last time I spoke to you, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think we're disengaged, uh yeah, when I last saw you. Uh so yeah, yeah. we got married in July twenty nineteen and then uh and then obviously we're doing residencies at soccer clubs around London and then then from March, obviously this year of, of the pandemic. Mm. Uh, we're in lockdown, um, uh, but yeah, we—I've been cooking uh, for NHS every weekend during the lockdown. Oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. for the NHS staff yes. and the volunteers. And then we had a baby in June. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just pack, pack, it all in there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it is quite.
0: Crazy. It's been quite a crazy year. Like what feel, year to have a baby? It, it, I know wow. it was. It was quite surreal to have a baby yeah. like bringing baby into this world during lockdown. Yeah, uh, but uh, we managed it, and then yeah, everything is. And how, how is he? He's good. He's uh almost five months now. uh Yeah, yeah. his name is Theo, uh, Theodore. Theo. <laughs> oh, that's
1: a lovely name. Uh, I've you. seen pictures uh, of him on Instagram. He's very cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he is quite happy, baby. Very happy, baby. Always smiling. That's good. Just like his daddy.
1: And you're getting some you're getting some sleep. Um it's
0: not too bad. We are managing probably four to five hours sleeps. Which is yeah. which is all right. We do it as a um in a rotor system. So it's easier.
1: That's so, very, very new man of you to do
0: that. <laughs> so it's like um, work, isn't it? You have to be yeah. quite uh, on it all the time. So, yeah. so we So are you man-
1: yeah. As you mentioned, Rajiv's kitchen, um, at the moment, you haven't got a permanent base. You go into places and you do either residencies or you've done supper clubs in the past. But it's all about kind of cooking food inspired by Nepal, where you were born, and your Nepalese heritage. Um, for people that don't know, Nepal's quite a unique unique place, isn't it? Because it's kind of flanked by two huge neighbours, culinary and otherwise, China and India. But the food's not simply a mashup of those two countries. It's just got so much else going in. Can we talk a bit about the the different influences?
0: Yeah, uh, like you're right, because Nepal is uh, geographically speaking, geor- geographically speaking, uh, yeah. Nepal is between India and China. It's quite a tiny nation. Uh, so the, uh, many uh, people, they don't know about Nepal apart from Mount Everest, And uh, Buddha being born in Nepal, apart from those, people are not really aware of the other cultural aspect, uh, be it culinary or the other things about Nepal. Um, uh, Because it's such a tiny nation, uh, still we have uh, 126 ethnic groups and 123 different languages, so it's quite diverse. How many different languages?
1: 123. Oh my God. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, uh, Nepal, uh, Nepalese is the official language, uh, yeah. but yeah, there are lots of languages. Every uh, every villages you walk to, every region you walk to, is a different language, different cuisine. Uh, so it's quite interesting. It's quite it's quite yeah. diverse um, in that aspect. Um, so, for example, I'm from Kathmandu. So Kathmandu is the capital, uh, obviously, and then um, the food in Kathmandu is more to do with the Newari people who were the early settlers in Kathmandu. So all the food is inspired by their culture, their heritage. Once you move out of the valley, out of the Kathmandu Valley, you go to this, you pass through these different little villages and every, the way they use the ingredients, the way they use the spices, the way they cook things is quite, uh, it's mesmerizing to watch. And, but to taste it, it just, it just blows your mind because it's such a sim- wow. simple ingredients because people are not that um, uh, financially comfortable outside of Kathmandu Valley in the okay. little villages, but to, for them to use to resource these uh, ingredients from foraging or they grow their own, um, like most of the village, 99% of the time they grow their own vegetables. Everything is grow their own like from the garden yeah. from their crops and everything so it's, it's quite fresh and um it's totally different from what we have in uh, like in indian cuisine and chinese cuisine yeah uh the china the the chinese aspect of the the influence of the cuisine is more towards the chinese border you okay. the same like similar spices
1: Right. and the
0: uh, the indian aspect of the uh, cuisine the the influence is towards the northern border so with where, where where the india is <coughs> uh, okay. uh but within the middle it's totally different uh the food is nothing like india or indian or chinese cuisine chinese. No, yeah, it's, it's not it's totally d- it's it's very unique uh, uh the way i describe nepalese uh, cuisine is uh, it's a food for us in the roof of the world <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, because it's such a mountainous country, it's lots of hills. Yeah. You know, so it's quite difficult for people to uh, travel to commute from one place to another place. So what you have yeah. in one region is you can't get the same similar food, similar cuisine in different region. It's not oh, been uh, yeah. So it's quite interesting uh, the cuisine wise, the the diversity of it, the the way they use the ingredients, the way they like, cook with the fire. Um, yeah, it, it's it's that, that's what really um, that's what I really want to do to cook with fire.
1: <laughs> is that what unites the? Because you said it's quite different village to village, but is that what unites it? The idea of yeah, cooking with yeah, fire. Yeah, because it's they're open, cooking
0: they're flame. cooking a fire like uh, like an yeah. open fire, and that that's what I want to do in when I open my own business on restaurant yeah. permanent location, one day. Yeah. I think I'll start doing that as well because you start doing the fire as well. Yeah, because it it completely changed the flavor. It completely changed the flavors of the food. Of course. And it's yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good flavors.
1: <laughs> when when you first when you first arrived in the UK, were, were there any places that were doing what you recognize as Nepalese food, or was it a kind of mishmash of styles? I mean, what was the scene then?
0: It was a cultural shock when I first came was to it? the UK. <laughs> Uh, uh, not in a bad sense, in a good sense, uh, uh, because uh, back then I was living with a family in Plumstead, which is the southeast part of London.
1: Yeah.
0: And where there is like a big Nepalese community. However, there were not like Nepalese restaurants, as in like authentic Nepalese places to go. Uh. Uh, If you have to have Nepalese food, you have to either travel to Aldershot or uh, Farnborough, where there's, like, there's a big Nepalese uh, community. Really? Yeah, wow, but, so... Because that's where the Gurkhas are based, I think. That's why, oh. yeah. Um, but it's not Nepalese as you... It's not like the authentic Nepalese that you expect in Nepal. It will be a of both Indian and Nepalese um yeah. the cuisine. Yeah. Uh, even the restaurants in London, uh, if you go to Nepalese restaurant, it will be more ninety percent will be Indian uh oh, Indian okay. dishes and then like ten percent will be Nepalese dishes, just the momos and the
1: I see. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like yeah. What well, um so when, when you set up first set up Rajiv's kitchen, what were you what were you trying to achieve? Was it more to get the the you know recreate what you'd experienced at home in Nepal? Um,
0: uh, so the, the, how I started, uh, the Rise of the Kitchen is I started it, uh, due to the, uh, health reasons, uh, yeah. because I was not well and I was off work for a long time.
1: Okay. So
0: when I was at, uh, at home uh, doing nothing, uh, the sub club was just getting started in London. Uh, yeah. so I thought, okay, uh, so I know how to cook. I know the flavors. There is not many, uh, Nepalese. Uh, places, Nepal's Nip- Nip- supper club in London. Mm. So I might try to uh, fill that gap in the market to see how it goes. And mm. in a way, I did it uh, to, for the finest reason as well. Uh, because the sick pay in London, in the UK, is not that great. You can't survive right. on sick pay. So, so
1: you needed some money yeah, coming in. Yeah, like
0: a side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's how I started. I started with uh, the first sub club I did. There were only like three three guests. Wow. And then um, then it just, the word got out. And then, yeah, I, I, I've been lucky in that uh, respect. Uh, so... Uh, so, the idea was to achieve, to, A, to, uh, or to um, um, I, I don't want to say educate. <laughs> uh, to educate, I think that's quite common. No,
1: but it's to enlighten, uh, I guess. To
0: bring the awareness, I think. The yeah. awareness about, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Awareness about <gasps> Nepalese food and the, what actual Nepalese food just like, how, what authentic Nepalese food, the food yeah. that we eat at home just like uh, to the uh, people of London and yeah. Uh, yeah, and in the UK. That was what I was trying to achieve. And uh, when we first started in supper clubs, uh, a guest used to think uh, their feedback would be, oh, we thought it would be Indian. Yeah. That's real different.
1: Yeah.
0: So that, i kind of felt that was what I was trying to achieve to yeah. to bring the awareness yeah. about yeah, to change <laughs> your
1: minds and what what you said so at the beginning you did you get quite a lot of positive feedback from people very positive and, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: very overwhelmingly positive yeah. if i if i miss this
1: like surprised but this is great kind of thing which is exactly what you wanted the
0: feedback was uh you yeah, had been always been positive uh but when we first started obviously i was not uh that. I had zero confidence how the yeah. how it will go. So once I started getting lots of uh, written customers and uh, yeah. written uh, like written guests and um, positive feedback, that really helped me to boost my confidence yeah. as well. Right. And then yeah, I kept going. <laughs>
1: and, no, it's great that you're still here now, talking about the future and you know getting a permanent space and cooking over a fire because. You know, you you should be because you've f- I've ate your food and it's incredible. Um, I want I want to talk about some of the specific dishes just to give people a sense of what you know. Um, and the re- one of the reasons we're talking today is in our October issue, Olive Magazine, which is out now. You've written us a lovely recipe for chicken choyala that how you pronounce it? Choyala. yeah, chayala. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that, that's perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, um and we'll talk about that in in detail in a minute. but um the let's talk about some of the other dishes. I've got to mention the m- Momos. Of course. The, yeah. the, um, can you describe them to people though that I think they're one of your most famous things, aren't they? The
0: Momos are definitely the yeah, the one of the most famous things on the menu, uh, apart from God curry.
1: Yeah, curry. And, and
0: choila, yeah. <laughs> They're the three best sellers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the momos are Nepalese dumplings. Yeah. So this is where uh, it's interesting to see the cross between in Indian and Chinese cuisine yeah. and mixing them together. Because obviously, uh, momos, people know about dim sums and yes. uh, gyoza, but they are not aware of momos, uh, which is Nepalese bite-sized dumplings. Uh, it's made with... Uh, uh, just plain flour and a uh, dough made out of plain flour and water. There's nothing else. Yeah. Uh, then the filling, you can choose any filling of your choice. Uh, so we do vegan, we do lamb, we do uh, chicken, we do pork. Uh, so the filling itself has lots of spring onions, onions, uh, a bit of water for to make it juicy so it doesn't get dried out while you're yeah. steaming it. And then... Uh, and then lots of spring onions and lots of um, garlic and ginger. So there's no
1: spices in there?
0: No, we don't tend, because the spices will go in the uh, sauce, because sauce is quite uh, flavoursome itself with lots of uh, spices in there, quite spicy as well, so we tend to make momos not too spicy. Uh, The idea is uh, the kids, because in Nepal, everyone eats momos. It's it's uh, it's an unofficial national dish of Nepal. So the kids, <laughs> if spice, then kids won't have it.
1: Yeah. So to so make it, like the, yeah, yeah, so
0: to make it more um,
1: uh, like palatable to them, to them, yeah.
0: Them. And also, if you put too much spices in momos, it doesn't taste that nice because the flavor yeah. itself is in the um, the simple ingredients that we use, the basic ingredients. Yeah. And to make that shine, rather than adding lots of spices, it will just confuse your palate.
1: Yeah and then you've got your dipping sauce as well haven't you so if you are a fan of a bit more spicy like me what and what's what's in that lovely sauce the
0: the sauce we do is uh with sesame toasted sesame oh, uh, nice. tomatoes uh the tomatoes the way I do is I add three kinds of tomatoes so do you, you get the sweetness from uh the uh, beef tomatoes the salad tomatoes nice. and the like the uh, sourness from um the cherry tomatoes and a bit of acidic from the tin tomatoes. So I try to use three, like in the yeah. equal measurement. So you get the flavors from all the other different tomatoes. And uh, again, uh, fresh gin, uh, fresh garlic and ginger. Nice. And uh, timur is the ingre- the key ingredient in um, making mambo sauce. The timur is similar to the Chinese central pepper. Yeah, the similar taste oh, like the peppery.
1: Okay, so like that kind of slightly mouth numbing. Yeah, makes your mouth a little bit numb. How how do you put? What what did you call it? Timur. Timur. Yeah,
0: T I M M U R. Timur. Ah,
1: oh, Timur. I've never come across that before. <laughs>
0: so this uh, that's the key Nepalese ingredient that we use in most sauces. Um, any sauces we make at home, any pickle we make, we have to add timur because yeah. that is Nepalese flavor. Because the timur you is can it? only find in Nepal. Yeah. So it's like only native to Nepal. So it's it's good to have that uh, flavor that reminds you of home. Um, Can you
1: buy? Can you get it here? Can you get it online? You can. I think
0: there are lots of um, Nepalese uh, yeah shops on on Amazon. I think you can order from Amazon, or you can go to any Nepalese. uh, shops in in London. They're mostly they are based in south east London or the um the again Aldershot and those but like places. Where
1: yeah Ald- I I love the fact that Aldershot has been outed as a place to go and get the I I never heard that before. I just love it that there's just these little pockets of where people are living and you know you can go and get your, your spice and your, your supper there. I used to travel um, to Reading
0: before uh, <laughs> before uh, it became the Nepalese herb. Yeah. I have to go to Reading because Reading has always known to be the because it's quite close to Aldershot. Yeah, so I think that's go why. get
1: your fix in Reading. <laughs> yeah, Redding, Redding,
0: to get the to, to get the spices and the, uh, from Reading.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Stick around for more from Rajiv, including how to make Nepalese comfort food. And what about the the other thing you mentioned, the goat curry? How do, how do you put that together? Is that um. It's got, it goat quite a common meat. Uh, it, it
0: is it is common meat during festivals and right. uh, special occasions like weddings, uh, okay. birthdays. Uh, the only reason that is because Nepal is not uh, non, non is the Nepalese are not known for meat. From, as a meat eater, oh, okay. it's more. Right. I grew up as uh, like vegan, vegetarian because really? in Nepal wow. we don't use butter, so it's vegan. When you say vegetarian, it's vegan. Oh, of so we grew up eating meat only once a week on Saturdays.
1: So it's like a special. I mean, it's a special you know, dinner, probably as it should be, really. <laughs> keeping it for, yeah.
0: So yeah, on Saturday, if you don't go to the butchers uh, before ten o'clock in the morning, everything will be sold out. So yeah. because everyone will queue from the morning to get their meat. Uh, have so goat is uh, because after chicken because pork is not that popular in Nepal. No, uh, so it's either chicken or goat
1: yeah.
0: uh, or fish, like a, the freshwater yeah. fish, uh, which I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> Sorry,
1: <laughs> you're a goat man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a go-
0: goat man. <laughs> uh, so it's 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 quite uh, it's quite popular and it's quite uh, because. It's a treat in Nepal to have a goat meat. It's very yeah. because it's quite inexpensive, inexpensive spectrum of uh, the cost cost wise. Yeah. So yeah, it, is, it's, is, it's, it
1: well, is. the goat curry that you make? Is it quite a slow cooked dish? Do you cook it for over a period of time, or uh,
0: if I have time, I cook it for in a very slow heat for eight to nine hours.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. So
0: it's like up to nine hours, uh, yeah. but if I don't have time, then. Uh, the minimum is five hours. That I, I that, that's my style. People cook it for like two, three hours, but my style is to slow cook it for like so it's falling off the bones. Yeah,
1: lovely. And
0: all yeah. the flavors are um, like intertwined yeah. <laughs> together. And yeah, so when you test it, you can have that all the flavors in the meat, in the juice, like in one bite, you can taste the whole of the pot.
1: <laughs> and what kind of what kind of spices do you do you put into the um, for
0: curry the, 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 the hundreds <laughs> is it is it one of those
1: like you've got has everyone got their own special kind of family yeah. blend of spices I mean, that it, they it's bring more to the
0: it. dry spices like cinnamon uh, yeah like maybe. a like warming spice yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah, God cloves because God well. can have that kind of um uh, not funny smell, but like some something to it that people are not uh, quite comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to get rid of that smell. So to yeah. get to to get rid of that smell, I I tend to use lots of the uh, dry spices. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: then obviously lots of ginger and garlic. You need lots of ginger and garlic
1: yeah. to make it I tender. I think I need that now. That sounds. I want to get that recipe from you. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it around the corner. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Um. So let's now talk about the, the the recipe you gave us for the the issue, which was that we we did a feature. It was all about how chicken, as you said, is a as an ingredient that seems to like cross borders and different religions and different cuisines all over the world. You know, as a, like a comfort thing. And I I said to you, have you got a dish that kind of epitomizes you know something that's really comforting? And you were telling me all these stories about chicken chayala, like growing up and how you used to have it when you were a kid can you just tell us a bit about the history and you know where the dish came from
0: uh, the toila uh, is one of my favorites it's yeah. qu- only because it's so easy to make It it's it's, it's just fresh yeah. um, it it's 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 one of my favorites because it has so many layers of flavors uh the toila was originated in Kaprangi Valley uh, again uh, from the newari, uh, from newari people Mm-hmm. Who are the early early settlers of Kathmandu Valley? Uh, so once uh, the other people from all of the Nepal uh, moved to immigrated to uh, Kathmandu Valley, they try to make their own. Oh, okay. Um, so there are different ways of cooking choyla. Uh So if if you say choila, it'll be it'll be classified as a Newari dish in Nepal. Okay. It's a new Aridish. uh. So, but if you if you travel to throughout the Nepal, the toiler has been uh, kind of uh, transformed into their own style, depending on where you travel, uh, the way they make uh, the, the spices they use uh is, 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 is because in Kathmandu Valley we use mustard oil to temper, oh, nice. uh. But if you go outside of Kathmandu Valley, they use sunflower the olive not sunflower the. The other one, vegetable oil, to <laughs> temper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so it, it it all depends where you are, where you are in Nepal, which region, which part of Nepal you're in, and you will have yeah. the choila. But it will, it will, it will be completely different from what you have in Garhwal Valley. But the best choila, obviously, will be Garhwal Valley because of the Newari people being there.
1: yeah
0: as so yeah, I used to have choyla growing up all the time of <laughs> apart from moms and yeah, choyla. and it's usually made in the household when obviously there's a gatherings um festivals again uh, we're not allowed to have too much too much because it's quite spicy. it can be spicy yeah. when you make it in Nepal when my mom makes it, it's really spicy because she lo- she loves chilies. <laughs>
1: yeah. and my mom so used to and- said so you'd come home and she would have this pot on and you would be sort of slightly going in and get, grabbing a bit of it before you sat down to eat
0: it. <laughs> it's like every Friday we stand this family, family gathering, all the cousins yeah. and all the auntie and uncles will get together every Friday. So yeah. we knew after school on Friday, they would be food at home. And we knew to was hidden away from us because sister and I will just dip into whatever we can get. <laughs> <laughs> so mom used to hide them. Yeah, like all
1: kids across the world, just coming yeah. home from school and going, "What is there to eat? I need something."
0: The <laughs> uh, so mom used to hide it, uh, especially toilet because. You can, it's so more as well. You can just eat. Yeah. yeah. You can just keep eating it. And obviously, mumble worry was, was, if we eat too much toilet then we won't have dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> spoil it, yeah. Can you describe how to make it then for us, just so we can uh, get really hungry?
0: <laughs> so toiler. Uh, so you can, again, with toilet you can use any choice of your meat. But chicken okay. is very common.
1: Yeah.
0: In Nepal, it's made with uh, lamb.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Lamb is a uh, lamb or goat again yeah uh, but it's quite expensive because of the choice of the meat again yeah, course, so yeah. so the chicken is quite accessible for all the people. Yeah. Uh, so you can either grill the chicken breast so it has to be a yeah. uh, boneless chicken uh, without okay. bones so you can either grill the chicken uh, beforehand or you can the way I do is I partly grill and partly boil it okay uh, so the reason I do that is so I can use that as a stock. To make other things uh, that you can stock. Right, that's so, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So you shred the chicken, uh the boiled chicken. You shred it and then uh, you add uh, your all the spices, which are your uh, uh, ginger, garlic,
1: yeah.
0: uh, coriander powder, cumin powder, nice. and a bit of tiny bit of garam masala just for the flavours. Yeah. And you just mix them together. Do nothing, just mix them together. And the ginger and garlic should be uh, just chopped really finely. So you can yeah. still taste the bite when you have a bite. Okay. Yeah, and then a uh, nice. bit of green chilies as well if you're a fan of uh, spices. And salt. And then, again, timur, the yeah. Nepli Sejra pepper. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you mix them all together uh, and keep it aside. And then the, in Nepalese cuisine, we temper everything. So that's the base of our cooking. Oh,
1: so this so is the tempering, yeah.
0: tempering. So if we make sauces, anything, any anything you make, apart from curries, obviously, yeah. uh, you temper everything. The dal, we temper it uh, there. So everything is tempered. So to temper in Nepal, we use a mustard oil. is quite yeah. it's, it's the popular choice, uh, the oil wise. Uh, so you you heat the oil in a the pan, uh, then uh, fenugreek seeds. That's the core mm-hmm. of Nepalese cooking fenugreek seeds yeah fenugreek it has lots of health benefits as well
1: yeah
0: uh so yeah fenugreek seeds you temper the fenugreek seed in the hot oil and once it's done dark when it brings out all the flavors the flavors are infused Mm. in the oil then you add uh the green chilies the chopped green chilies and then um add a bit of turmeric the yep. color, and then you just pour it over the uh, the already oh. shredded chicken and all the mix you have made before
1: the mix And that's just going to suck it all up. Yeah, the chicken's just going to yeah. take in all of those flavors. Because when when you're tempering, you're just bringing all those spices to life, yeah, aren't you? Exactly. You're just giving yeah. them a chance to kind of bloom in the oil, and then it put all their flavors. And then you mix it with some fresh ingredients at the end. Yeah, we Is do. Right? Uh, yeah,
0: we add, and uh, then. Uh, lime juice or lemon juice yeah. of, of your choice whichever you fancy but i i prefer to, to use lime juice because lime, it has more yeah. like more acidic to well, in your face it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then um spring onions uh more spring onions the better because yeah. they, it's, uh, uh, it just brings the the aroma in yeah. the kitchen with the oil, with the uh, fenugreek, with the ginger and garlic, because everything is fresh.
1: Brings it together, yeah. So it just brings Lovely. all
0: this aroma in the kitchen, in the house. Like it's, it's, it's like it's, it's quite nice now. I'm salivating. I'm, I know what yeah. I'm having for lunch.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's a that's a choila. And uh, how do you
1: how do you eat it? Because I think you said on the thing that you can have it, you can have it, in and in like in a wrap or something, or you can just have it on, out of a bowl. Or <laughs> well, if how you're in would Nepal, you Nepal,
0: if you're in Nepal, uh, or if you go to the authentic Nepalese places in London, yeah. if you ask for toilet it'll be served in a bowl, just on its own, just in a bowl on its yeah. own. Yeah, I it's more like uh, the drink snack. Like you oh, have the yeah. You
1: said that as well. Like yeah. you, you, when you when you used to go out drinking. That Would be your go to <laughs> dish, or um, yeah. After you've had a few pints, <laughs> yeah. The... Sorry, yeah. No. Did you mean when you went out drinking? In is uh, do, do they have kind of little places that you can go for a drink? I mean, is it like a? And, I know obviously they haven't got pubs, but, um, uh, are had the, lots of bars and uh, lots of uh, like little bars, yeah, yeah.
0: Like we used to go drinking, uh, but God, my will hate to he kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once he finds out. So we used to, like, every Friday or Saturday night uh, with the cousins and friends, we used to go out drinking. Yeah. Uh, like, three, four, like with the clubbing and like, in, the things you do as a normal teenager. Yeah, teenager. <laughs> you're, a teenager. You're, you're a rebel. <laughs> yeah, you're a <yeah>. rebel. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we used to go out clubbing. And uh, when the club starts down around three, four in the morning, or we or when you oh, get well, kicked out, <laughs> for <yeah>. being too, <laughs> <laughs> too rowdy. Uh, so you go to this, because in the apartment too, you have all this little street food uh, vendors on yeah. the street in the nighttime as well. Uh, especially in a place called Tamil, which is a tourist hub. Right, okay. Very expensive. So I wouldn't anyone to go to Tamil. Like if you want to try, your, like, try the food and the culture and everything, it's good. But it's yeah. quite expensive because it's a touristy place, obviously. It's like right, going okay. to uh, Leicester Square, a Covent Garden. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. So yeah, we used to go there um, like 4 in the morning and just have choila <laughs> and mambo's.
1: Uh, (laughs) just soak it all up (laughs) see I love this and this just proves you know all over the world that people are just doing the same thing regardless of where you are there'll always be those nights out where, you know, it's three in the morning and you need something to get in between you and all of the beer that you've drunk.
0: Of course. Like in the, in the <laughs> England, in the in UK, it's kebab. Yeah.
1: Oh God. Yeah. yeah. The Donner kebab. In
0: Nepal, yeah, the classic. it will be Momos yeah. or Choyla. That would be I your... Think you,
1: yeah. I think, uh, I think you win basically because I would rather have Momos, I think.
0: Some of the kebabs um... are nice though, if you know what's going <laughs> on, the right places.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, they've, they've got their place for sure. Um, so just thinking about, you know, you said about your hope and what, I mean, obviously at the minute, everything is so up in the air, but what, what are your hopes for the future and, and this permanent thing? Because I think last time we spoke, you said that you had kind of a plan to possibly move somewhere and try and get a permanent space. Is that still uh, on the cards? Uh, that or? was
0: X month. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh so obviously because with everything going on at the moment yeah. uh we had all the uh, residencies all the plans we had has been yeah. cancelled or has been postponed. Our next residency, however, is in uh, Exo Taproom in Walthamstow in November. Is it? Yeah, uh, oh, but it's, it's not
1: far from me. I, <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I
1: didn't make it to harringay last time, which is actually closer to me. I'm really sorry. <laughs>
0: it's all right. But, um,
1: I, I promise you, I'll make it to Walthamstow. And,
0: and it all, it's a brewery, so yeah, it's a win-win. I'm there. <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it has kind of street food uh, kind of setup. Nice. So rather, brewery?
1: Which, which brewery uh, is it? Excel. E-
0: Excel. E- e- Excel. It's right, okay. Excel brewery. brewery. Uh, so it's, it has a street food kind of setup with the. Mm. Uh, so we couldn't get the food truck on time uh, because of the cost <laughs> yeah. attached to it. Um, we already have the market and everything uh, ready for the street food setup anyway, so we thought, like, we'll just use the market for now. Yeah. Uh, so we have that in uh, the month of November. Does uh, so it
1: begin? Does it start beginning in November? Fifth
0: uh, it- of November, the first Thursday fifth- of November. Bonfire night. Yeah. <laughs> which? Oh, it is is Bonfire I- night? I what-
1: yeah, fifth of November is yeah, but I mean, I don't know what's going to happen this year because obviously, big gatherings won't be allowed. Um, I'm sure people will still be setting off fireworks because, you know, they will but um, but yeah 5th of November is bonfire night so. I thought
0: for some reason I thought third was do a third of November I don't know. maybe it's the third no, no it's 5th um, you, yeah, yeah. You, you should get it right
1: <laughs> no I know, I know I know it's the 5th I know it is um, um, but yeah oh well that's cool so you, so people can come and see you then how long will you be there for so
0: we'll be there for the whole month of November uh, oh, yes. I think the last one is last date is if I'm correct uh, it's 29th of November is the last yeah. date We're, we are there from Thursday to Sunday yeah. Uh, from 4pm uh, on uh Thursday and Friday, I think, four pm till nine pm because of the neural rule. We have to start by The coffee and everything, yeah, which is ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but, and, yeah, well, that's so a there's a lot. Of, I know. There's a whole. Yeah. We need
1: There's a whole other conversation we can have about oh, no. the, the crazy times, and you know you're doing so well to keep going and oh, keep you. feeding us as well. So thank you for that. And will Will there, Will there be momos available?
0: Yeah, there, there's momos and uh, there's ribs. <laughs> Uh, nice. there's a good curry.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm uh, And the ditch <laughs> boiler. So all this fit food of Nepal like
1: Fantastic.
0: So we'll be serving it in a leaf plate as well, which is called tapari. Yeah. It's called tapari. It's a leaf plate. So we're trying to be eco-friendly. Oh, so a
1: bit more like eco-friendly, yeah. And
0: also that's how you're served in Nepal. The street food. If you have yeah. a street food, you're serving a leaf plate. Uh, so yeah. that's the idea as well. Plastic. And there the, the, the are a few residences that that's on the pipeline.
1: So you're just seeing how it goes, yeah, setting exactly. up as and when, because that's the thing you can't really plan too far ahead. Um, so people, just so people can keep an eye on you, um, you've got a great Instagram, which is at Rajiv's Kitchen. Um, and you've also got a website, which is rajeevskitchenlondon.com So people can stay in touch with you there, find out what you're doing, find out where you're going to be next. Um I I think
0: Instagram will be the best way because I haven't... I think
1: these days Instagram is where people are mainly living (laughs) (laughs) because it's so instant as well. You know, you get to find out where people are straight away and also you can go on there and see that things are already set up. So it's, it's quite visual as well.
0: It's very visual. Yeah. So that's yeah. uh, the website. Uh, the only reason I'm saying uh, website is because I haven't updated the website in, I don't know, over here oh, right. now. So oh. I need, I you, and every,
1: to... you and everybody else. I went on there yesterday and I was like, yeah, it's a bit, it's difficult, isn't it? Cause you, obviously you don't know what's happening and stuff. So yeah, probably Instagram.
0: Instagram will the be best. the best way for now. Uh, I will okay. update the website as soon as possible. I'm looking for the good <laughs> way to help you with that. I'll
1: be checking. <laughs> I'll be checking back to see whether you've updated. Oh, yeah. Um, um, thank you so much for coming to chat to us today no, with Thank Jesus. you for having it was just, me again it was, Yeah, it was lovely to see your face It's lovely and to see nice you It's nice to know that you're getting well. sleep <laughs> it's love to Across you well. the Zoom
0: I yeah. know, oh, it's um, kind of one well, day things are yeah. over We should, yeah, we yeah. yeah
1: Well, I'm, get, I'm, I'm definitely going to I'm going to commit to coming to Walthamstow It's not that far from me So do. <laughs> I will see you in November But thanks again Look
0: forward so. to it, please do come And yeah, look forward to it as well And thank you for having me today
1: oh,
0: uh, you. And you have a lovely first of the autumn.
1: Yeah, thank <laughs> and <you>. the
0: winter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks uh, very much.
0: Thank you, Jideen.
1: So that was the Olive Magazine podcast. If you want to explore more of our back catalogue of over 200 episodes, you'll find us on all the main platforms and at our website, olivemagazine.com, where you'll also find tons of useful recipes and great cooking advice. Why not try a subscription to Olive Magazine and get the very best recipes delivered to help inspire your cooking? To take advantage of our current offer of three issues for only £5, go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash allpod720. That's O-L-P-O-D D seven two zero. Terms and conditions apply. Stay safe and we'll see you next week when we'll have a brand new episode to listen to.